Hey there. 2019. Welcome to the podcast. Happy New Year. Yeah, what an unenthusiastic Happy New Year for me. But I am happy and feeling fine and excited for a new year. Welcome. I come to you in a place of hoping to quickly make up for words spoken two weeks ago in which I trashed the Philadelphia Eagles because this team is so miraculous, so unbelievably entertaining that when you thought they were completely dead, they surge back with the magical Nick Foles and secure a very slim playoff spot. They wedged in as the Vikings wedged out and everything fell perfectly into place. And now I see Super Bowl. Now I see this thing happening again. I think Nick Foles. And I'm Team Foles, folks. I know this is one of the biggest debates in the Philly area right now. Who should be your starting quarterback in the future? Carson Wentz, the young upstart, the kid who's shown flashes of brilliance and a little lack of luster post-injury. Foles, the Folesman, just win Super Bowls. That's the only thing the guy knows how to do is win Super Bowls. Just let him do what he's good at. Let him win us another Super Bowl because it's going to happen, folks. I feel it. Get ready for another parade. So, the podcast today, item one, NFL playoff preview. Excited. Rolling back into Chicago where the Bears beat the Eagles in one of the most surreal games of all time, the Fog Bowl. Was it 1988, the playoffs? I, as a young boy, had just discovered my love of the Eagles, sat down to watch this game. If you're familiar, if you're familiar with football lore, you know the story already. But for those of you that are not, a fog blew in off Lake Michigan and blanketed the stadium with a thick haze. When that playoff game occurred, you couldn't see anyone. It's as they were playing in some surreal heaven. But it was hell for an Eagles fan because we lost. We stumbled and bumbled in that Chicago fog. So now, a shot at redemption to beat these cheating bears. We probably dialed in that fog. So we'll see. Go, Burtz. Go, Burtz. Um, what else? Let's give a shout out to the sponsor, Integrity Wealth Management. This podcast is being sponsored by Integrity Wealth Management. They can help you with portfolio management, retirement planning, financial planning, estate planning, and services, life insurance, and wealth preservation strategies. Please call them at 215-864-3598 or visit their website at www.integritywealthmanagementmgmt.com. Thank you, Integrity Wealth Management. One time at a meeting 
we all at work, we all had a, uh, a very productive and positive meeting in which I think everyone was abuzz with the progress that we had made on some issue that this meeting is so far removed. I can't even recall the topic of the meeting, but how many times can I say meeting? The point being in this moment of, we'll say, victory, there was a bit of cheering a bit of handshaking and hugs, and I turned to a colleague, an older, we'll say, uh, buxom, uh, bosomed woman with large bosoms, and I went to um, pat her on the shoulder for a job well done. And at that exact moment, she turned towards me with her bosoms, and I ended up patting the top of her bosoms, the top of her breasts. I just patted the breast in a moment of uh, colleague solidarity. So, and I didn't say anything, and she never said anything. And this is the first time I'm saying something. I'm sorry. Um, got a number of Christmas cards that were very creative. A lot of thought was put in the, these Christmas cards from mimicking perhaps famous scenes in film to just the overall conception and schematic. My theory is this. The more wonderful and creative the Christmas card, the closer the family is teetering on divorce. <laughs> a well-done Christmas card is a cry for help. It's saying, get me out. This is the last facet of creativity I retain in this crumbling union. I'm all kidding. People are just very nice. What is wrong with me? Why would I even say that? People are just nice and happy around the holidays. And the problem is me. But I loosen up because I knock back some eggnog. Did you have eggnog over the holidays? Some thick eggnog. I like it so thick when you pour it, you got to squeeze the bottom of the plastic barrel. I like a thick eggnog. To the point where it clogs up all my veins. My blood is just pumping through a pinhole of crushed and closed arteries. That nog has just stopped everything into a sludgy mess. I look at the podcast numbers sometimes every day, and um, I like that often there's a surge of listeners on Friday nights. People wait to get their Friday night cocktail on to listen to the podcast. That's nice. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I as well will join you in a Friday night cocktail podcast one time, but that's nice. Surge, the loser brigade. As a teacher around the holidays, you show films sometimes because that's it's the age old tradition. And I showed The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey film, which I had never seen. I chuckled a couple times. I did, but I watched as my students recited line for line, mimicked 
body language gag one after the next. And I realized this was a generation raised on DVDs and unattended rooms. This was a generation memorizing pratfalls and puns on their DVD. Because mom and dad were DVDs, as are we. I'm not too proud to parent with a DVD occasionally. As my daughter used to say, a DDD. Not too proud. So oftentimes over the holidays, the Smith family sits down and decides on summer vacation. It's the little thing that allows us to do some research, to make the turn, and to think about summer. That little with Christmas ending brings that little tiny, tinny guitar riff of the Beach Boys. So the t-shirt were surfing. Not yet, but you can hear just the echo of a wave as we round the new year. So we decided on Ireland, Dublin. Dublin, yo. <laughs> I want to curse so bad. Dublin and the west of Ireland, 10, 12 days, something driving around. So that should be fun. I was doing my Dublin accent all week, and I realized, <laughs> no, I can't do it. I have performance anxiety when it comes to impressions. You, you ploy. Um, but we did talk about maybe going to an Asian country, potentially Thailand, and I started doing an Asian accent, and that immediately felt wrong doing an Asian accent. I can do Dublin, but some of the other ones, you know. Even though my intent is purely comic value, it seems inappropriate. Why are some accents off the table? That ain't right. That ain't right. I got in a cultural conversation the other night with the Uber driver. He was um, uh, Indian, Muslim, he stated. And um, the topic of marriage and relationships came up. An arranged marriage for him. And I said, you know... I launched into one of my uh, carpe diem speeches that make most people just want to kill themselves. I'm sure the Uber driver just wanted to drive off the road when I launched into my carpe diem speech. But I said, you know, you got to find you got to find that love of your life. The arranged marriage feels flawed to me. I was critiquing a little bit and uh, you know, I felt like I was being a liberal feminist saying rise up embrace freedom but i was critiqued uh, my wife was in the car critiqued me for being um culturally insensitive so i feel like this is a very complex issue my question being i wanted to take the liberal stance i wasn't sure which stance that was to say break free of these chains the chains of an arranged marriage or to acknowledge represent and respect a new culture. What's the stance, folks? This feels like the reason why the word conundrum was invented. Write me. Tell me. At the end of the day, I feel like the conversation was pretty jovial. But I'm always curious, always curious to learn and discuss culture, including Dublin. I'm going to show up to Ireland talking in that accent, <laughs> doing an Irish <laughs> accent. They'll know in like a millisecond, they're like, this guy's an idiot. 
like green green suits the whole time. And say top of the morning to you to everyone. Apparently they don't really say top of the morning. It grates their ears, the Irish, when they hear that. It's like a line from a bad movie for them. They're like, shut up. May the world rise to meet you. That felt a little Russian. That uptick at the end felt a little Russian. I was flipping around the other night watching some MMA, another foray into that, which is fairly entertaining. And then I lost interest and didn't follow through with the whole thing. But prior to that coming on, I was like on ESPN 7. There was a monster truck event. Do you remember these? I saw Bigfoot as a child. Bigfoot. A truck with excessively large wheels crushing seven or eight junkyard cars. Bigfoot changed my life as a boy in the mid-80s. Monster truck shows. My daughters were with me, and they were looking at the TV, and they were both like, I could see in their minds, they were thinking, WTF. Dad, what is happening here? Why are those trucks driving over those cars? And I was like, it's a monster truck show. And they're like, Dad, that didn't answer my question at all. <laughs> what is happening here? My little daughter also doesn't understand the concepts, the concept of sports talk radio when I have it on. She'll say, oh, is the game on, Dad? I'll say, no, no, it's not on today. And she'll say, oh, because it sounds like they're talking about the game. And I'll say, no, no, that was, that was last week's game. Now they're, they're talking. And she said, well, that game's over, right? I said, yeah, yeah, that game, it was last week. She said, well, then why are they still talking about it? I have no answer to that. I don't know. It's just, we just, because we are, because we, we talked about what happened. And then she'll get in the car and she'll be like, oh, they're still talking about the game? And I'll say, no, no, no. Now they're talking about the upcoming game, not the game that just happened. <laughs> now we're discussing the upcoming game. She'll say, what's the score? I'll say, no, it didn't happen yet. We're discussing what the potential score could be. <laughs> and dad, why is that truck driving over a bunch of junkyard cars? No, because it can. Because it's got big wheels, so it can. <laughs> if someone says, see you next year, just, just get in a just monster truck. Just jump into a monster truck and drive away. I think that's it. <laughs> Let me double check. Um, I think that is pretty much all the jokes. I told you about how eggnog was a gateway drug to heroin. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant joke. Um, <sighs> did I tell you about... Mm, I won't. I won't. Have a great 
2019. All the best. Be blessed. Later.